This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Here's some of the updates from around the world as to how the coronavirus is impacting the automotive industry. In Germany, the VDA, which is the auto industry's lobbying group, is asking Chancellor Angela Merkel to allow car sales to begin as soon as possible. Inventory is piling up and it's threatening bankruptcy throughout the supply chain. The VDA says production cannot start until cars sitting in inventory are sold off because there's no place to put the new ones. While it's the German industry that has formally brought this issue to the forefront, it's a problem facing every automaker in every country in the world. Now, over to Spain, where the automotive industry could be facing an existential threat. Automakers, especially in Europe, will prioritize production of electric vehicles as they get back on their feet. But Spain does not have much of an EV infrastructure. Bloomberg reports that part of the problem is that Spain is not the home market for any automaker. While Seat is based in Spain, it's owned by Volkswagen, and VW is concentrating its EV production and supply chain in Germany. The Spanish industry was facing problems before the virus broke out, and now ANFAC, the industry lobbying group, says a shock plan will be needed for the industry to be able to recover. Now over to the states where automakers keep postponing the dates where they're going to reopen their plants. Volkswagen, Honda, and Hyundai originally thought they'd reopen their plants today, while Subaru and Mercedes thought they'd reopen next week, and Nissan thought it would open by the end of the month. Now most of them have pushed that back to May 6, but GM and Ford say they're keeping their plants closed indefinitely, and that's probably the most accurate call so far. Toyota just unveiled the new version of the Harrier SUV in Japan, which most of us know as the Lexus RX. It now rides on Toyota's new global architecture and features an all-new design. The shape of the lower grille looks more like the shape of Lexus's spindle grille. The rear taillights stretch across the entire rear end, and the shape of the rear end in profile looks like a toned-down version of the Aston Martin DBX but the Harrier's signature headlamps remain in place. Under the hood is an option for a 2-liter 4-cylinder mated to a CVT and front or all-wheel drive or a hybrid setup that combines a 2.5-liter engine with all-wheel drive. While the shape of the overall interior is similar to the outgoing model, it looks less cluttered and a little more modern. The new Harrier is scheduled to come out around June. Last week, Ford showed off a picture of a Mustang concept mid-engine from the mid-1960s. Ford claimed it was not part of the Mach 2 program, but a lot of you out there weren't buying that. And now you can give yourselves a pat on the back, as it's been confirmed that this is a Mach 2 by Ford archivists and one of the designers that worked on the program. But these pictures are all that's left of the car because its whereabouts are completely unknown. Most dealership loaner vehicles are not being used right now, so Volkswagen is putting its demos to work. 
In the U.S., VW has about 7,000 vehicles in its dealer loaner fleet, and it's encouraging dealers to offer pickup and delivery services in their communities, like transporting masks and gowns or dropping off supplies to someone stuck at home. Only one dealership employee will be in each vehicle, and because Volkswagen will offer a daily stipend to cover fuel costs and leasing costs, there's no charge to the person or the group requesting this service. All you have to do is call your local VW dealer. One of the most popular television ads from this year's Super Bowl is back. To help promote social distancing, Jeep updated its Bill Murray Groundhog Day commercial with a message to stay at home. It starts off by saying it understands every day is starting to seem the same, then cuts to Bill Murray in bed listening to I Got You, Babe, on the clock radio. The new ad is part of a larger social media campaign from FCA across all of its brands to encourage drivers to stay off the road. The racing world just lost one of its all-time greats. Sir Sterling Moss died peacefully at home on Sunday at the age of 90. He won 212 races over his career, drove 107 different types of cars, including for Ferrari, Jaguar, Maserati, and Mercedes-Benz. Yet despite all his success, Moss is like the European version of Dan Marino. He never won a title, and he's been described as the greatest driver never to win the world championship. And now we've really got to give a shout out to all of you who have donated to AutoLine. We've been amazed and grateful for your help. Some of your donations have been extremely generous but we want to thank everyone who's donated. We're also selling AutoLine merchandise, which you can find by clicking on the banner ad on our homepage that will either say click here or AutoLine merch is now available. We've got coffee mugs, t-shirts, pullovers, socks, and more. And let me tell you, those socks are awesome. You show up wearing them and you are going to be the talk of the town. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Even though there's fewer people out driving around these days, there are going to be breakdowns in cars that need repair. Sean talked with Kathy Arico from Agero, a company that provides driver assistance and vehicle services, and she said roadside assistance requests have changed since the coronavirus outbreak. Yeah, Sean, that, that is the case. Um, interesting, we've got a, a business intelligence team that created a report for us. So every morning I see the activity and we can look at it day to day, week over week, month over month. So um, in general, um, volume is down um, for all of our customers. Um, but there are certain pockets in the automotive segment that are not as impacted as, as others. So certain brands still have a lot of activity going on. So our job is to make sure whether these folks are um, on the side of the road with a, with a flat tire or you know, they've got a battery issue or they're in an accident. Our job is to get there um, and to keep them safe and get them off the side of the road. Things that have changed a little bit, Sean, um, there's a concern about, uh, you know, like the social distancing, so safety. So some of the requests that are a little bit different now, um, before they may want to drive in a tow truck to get dropped off to the dealership, or they may ask for us, to, uh, we offer alternative transportation. So in, in, in months past, we would say, could I get you a lift? Whereas today, um, they're not quite so interested in being around other people. 
So that whole notion of taking care of their car and then making sure they're taken care of separately, safely, um, is a little bit different. I've been test driving an Acura RDX A-Spec this week. This five-seater small SUV is a blast to drive. It's equipped with super handling all-wheel drive, which maybe isn't the most clever name, but it really works. Essentially, it refers to torque vectoring, and you can literally feel the torque flowing from one side of the RDX to the other to keep you firmly planted while cornering. It's powered by a two-liter turbo that cranks out 272 horsepower, which works out to 136 horsepower per liter, which is quite impressive. I remember when only racing engines delivered more than 100 horses per liter. When you step into the throttle, the power comes on in a rush. But thanks to all-wheel drive and torque vectoring, you don't get any wheel spin or torque steer. Just point where you want to go and mash the gas pedal. When you accelerate hard, the engine has a good guttural sound, but you still get that coarseness that's common to all four bangers. The A-Spec is a trim package, not so much a performance package. It offers some styling add-ons, generous amounts of leather and some suede on the seats, bigger tires and 20-inch wheels, and the ELS Premium sound system. That power and performance come at a cost. It's only rated at 23 miles to the gallon. The one that I drove cost $47,195, which includes $995 for the destination charge. You know, I've never been much of a fan of Acura styling, but to my eye, the RDX is the best resolved of all the rest. The bottom line, I truly enjoy driving the RDX and would recommend it to any enthusiast who wants to put a small performance SUV in their stable. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for watching AutoLine Daily.